Folks, the last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport, available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Enjoy the show. Folks, I'm back from the West Coast. The Flyers are back from the West Coast. We're all back from the West Coast, and we're all jet-lagged. We're all tired. We're all sick. That's where we're at. We'll see how long this one goes, but let's just go along with the ride and see what happens. Hello, Quigs. How you doing today, my friend? Hello, Steve. Doing pretty fucking good. Surviving. I Surviving. Th- thought I was going to die earlier this week. Had a really bad sickness. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the flu... I don't know. I don't think it was COVID. The symptoms didn't line up with COVID, but I was on my ass on Monday. And then by Monday night, I was fine. It was weird. And now today, Thursday, the night that we're recording this, I feel bad again. It's really weird. I I don't know what's happening to me. Up and down. Pick a lane already, my friend. No, that sucks. I've been there with those illnesses where they kind of... Come and go. Not a good time. I'm still a little jet lagged myself, but that certainly doesn't compare to a near death illness. But we're all we're all doing great here. That's where we're at. We're doing our best. And you know what? Our best is more than enough. That was weirdly inspirational right there. I, I didn't mean to sound all. Yeah. Interesting. It was weirdly inspirational. And this was the part of the podcast where Jesus carried us. But that's right. It's not. It's not that kind of cast. That's not what we talk about here. This is not a Jesus cast, and, G- and there is no God because we root for the Philadelphia Flyers. Am I right? Exactly. I mean, what are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? I got to say, though, real quick, I had a great time on the West Coast. I had only been out there one other time, and I feel like I didn't get to do a lot of like quintessential California experiences. So like this time, I hit a couple of fast food joints up, and yes... I do realize the fries were mid to bad. There we go. At In-N-Out. There we go. The fries were not good, but the burger itself was very good. I like the In-N-Out burger. I enjoyed Del Taco. Del Taco was a little bit better than Taco Bell. I like that. Did I hit any others up? I wanted to hit a Jack in the Box up, but I didn't get a chance. And my flight, I didn't mean to get routed through Texas. I, I try to avoid Texas at all costs because uh, Dallas sucks Yeah, Dallas all. is awful. But I did get routed into Dallas, despite my best efforts, and uh, my plane let me off right by the Dallas Cowboys Club, which I uh, booed on the way by. But um, I almost got Whataburger when I was in Texas, but I did not because I was so grumpy about even being in Texas. Yeah, no, there's nothing There's nothing to see in Texas. Uh, I've been told that Texas, objectively, from an, from an objective person... 
I've been told that Texas is actually a wonderful place. I don't believe it. I think it sucks. Um, I hope that one day when nuclear warfare inevitably begins, oh, no. Texas should be the uh, ground zero for the first oh, no. sh- for the first bomb that drops. That's where I want wow. it to go. What a take! Oh, the spicy takes coming from the sick man over you, here. You sick, thought I was. You thought man. I was going to say Ohio, not Ohio, Texas. That's right. Noted Ohio hater Ryan Quake. I, I hate Texas here. more. I like it. <laughs> I hate it more now because so basically for my job, I have to uh, basically I have to deal with people in Texas, and um, wow, they're all terrible, and I wish nothing. <laughs> I wish nothing but harm upon their bowel movements and um yeah fuck all of them man like listen when you're just when you're just eating when you're just eating steers and barbecue all day which i guess involves a lot of steer you're not gonna have good bowel movements i imagine although i gotta say i do envy that lifestyle of just eating barbecue all day oh but for sure i that's my favorite food i could eat barbecue all damn day i wish there was more holidays where I just had an excuse to feast on barbecue besides the 4th of July. There's just no and reason to go Memorial to, Day. there's just no reason to go to Texas. Like if you want no. good barbecue, go to Kansas city, go to Mississippi, go to my, Alabama. I agree. My, well, I'd rather not go to either of the latter two, but I mean, that's they're, just me. they're both but bad, but I was supposed to get routed through Arizona, but then I ran into some delays with my flight. And I wasn't going to make my connecting flight. So they're like, your only option at this point is Dallas. And I'm like, God damn it. Oh, but I made it through. I'm here. And, you know, I, I, so I tried the, I tried it out. I tried Del Taco and I also got some legit great tacos in San Diego, like a few blocks from the beach. Oh, so damn good. Oh my God. I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about San Diego. Like I've heard that the weather there is like, it's like it's, it's like hilariously perfect every day of the year. It's it's ridiculous. it's really yeah, it's crazy. It's a, it's gorgeous. Like it's it, I mean like the food, the weather, it's really cool and uh it was a great trip. I went up to Joshua Tree, did the the national park there. Awesome park. I really saw some cool stuff and I felt very like my soul was cleansed. After that trip, even with the red eye flight home. Great place, Joshua Tree is, to check out the Milky Way. Um, I think we are at the point of the year where the Milky Way may be, uh, it, it may be sit, like rising at like the uh, inopportune time for us folks in the Northern Hemisphere. But um, yeah, like if you're, big, if you're a big fan of stargazing, Joshua Tree is one of the best places in the world to go. It's beautiful. Oh my god! The place we stayed at, the Airbnb we stayed at, had a hot tub, and the the stars were out that first night. And I just laid back in that hot tub, looking up, and I saw so many damn stars. I saw some sort of planet. I couldn't tell which one because I'm not very good with astronomy. But I, dude, it was it was gorgeous. It was. I had a really great trip. It's good to be back. And. I guess talking about Flyers hockey, well, I got back. You said you, said you saw stars. Did you see Scott Stapp or Guy Fieri? Oh, I saw both of them, and they sang to me together. They sang a, a lovely rendition of Higher and somehow looped in Triple D. There you go. There you go. That's what I <laughs> like to hear. Take me I still can't believe the Texas Rangers 
were propelled by creed to win the world series. It's just like, well, surreal. now the Minnesota Vikings are propelled by creed. Oh boy. Oh no. Like the, I guess the Vikings fan base is like rallying around. Can you take me higher? And Josh Dobbs has just been on this miracle run. And I guess well, he's from the future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's literally a, he's a 300 year old humanoid, whatever he is. Um, from the future. And so Josh Dobbs looks like a future man. He does. Yeah. Yeah. And he has the eyebrows of a future man, which well, there is no point. in eyebrows, I, I think he stops. Therefore does not have, eyebrows. I think he actually has a, uh, like some sort of like a uh, condition where like, exactly. Yeah. What's that future man condition? What's it, <laughs> what's it called again? Alopecia. Alopecia. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Sadly, I, I only really know about alopecia because of Arrested Development, where one of the characters has alopecia and talks about like putting on his dress eyebrows for the night. Oh yeah, and things like that stand sit well. So that's my experience. But Josh Dobbs is a hell of a story over in the NFL. I but guys, c- can we stop embracing Creed? Okay, like I had my Creed phase back in high school when they were fresh, and I quickly got out of it. Can we just stop? Yeah, what he said. <laughs> let's just stop but yeah it was it was rough coming back i had my red eye flight and i was wearing shorts when i got on the flight and when i got off the flight i needed sweatpants because it was 40 degrees at 6 30 in the morning but that's uh that's the way the cookie crumbles when you live in the northeast and you travel out west but hey whatever i made it back i had a great trip and you know who else had a great trip out west the Philadelphia Hockey Flyers. Good segue, Steve. It was mostly great. It didn't start well. Much like my trip didn't start well. I was supposed to go to Phoenix, and I ended up going to Texas. The Flyers were supposed to beat the San Jose Sharks, who were winless at that point, and the Flyers decided, no, let's give them a win. And they lost 2-1 to one to the Sharks, but the Sharks had to win sometime, and the Flyers were jet-lagged. I mean, listen, I... Last week, we talked about that Sharks game, and I said... We knew it was coming. We knew it. I I even said, I was like, listen, it's almost too perfect. There's no way the Flyers are actually going to do it. And then they did. And it's just like, the Flyers are always that team. They're always that team. Didn't the same thing happen a few years ago with the Coyotes? Like, didn't the... I believe that was the case. Yeah, didn't the Coyotes beat the Flyers? Like, they were on a historically bad run, and then they beat the Flyers... And so it's just like, this is what the Flyers do. This is kind of just how they are. They're, you know, they face the worst team in the NHL and bam, they just are trash that night in particular. Always. <laughs> that was a bad game. I didn't catch all of it, but every second I watched the Flyers just looked awful. Despicable performance. I mean, it was just em- embarrassing to watch. And it was, it was, yeah, it was just, it was a terrible game. But then they turn it around and look at them now. They beat three good teams in a row and they oh, play wow. three straight really good games. So it's just like, what the hell is this team right now? I don't think anybody knows what this team is. <laughs> I haven't understood the Flyers team since day one of the season and it continues to get more confusing. So they beat the mighty ducks of Anaheim six to three. They beat the Los Angeles Kings who had just shut them out five, nothing in the Farg the previous weekend. They beat the Kings four to two and that's a pretty good defensive team. So to put up four goals on them was pretty nice. And then they beat the, the hurricanes 
three to one, which they have no business beating the Hurricanes three to one. They were actually up three nothing in that game. Like they they were up from the start and they never let up. It's kind of stunning. I will say there was a point in the game where the Flyers were desperately trying to allow the Hurricanes to kind of get back into the game. Like they they it, it kind of started with I, I don't know how much of the game you saw. But there was this one bizarre play by Sean Couturier where he was on a two-on-one rush. And he was, like, borderline on a breakaway. Like, he had a step on the only defender in, the, in like, guarding him and, and his line mate. And I can't remember who he was on the rush with, but he just, like, he, it's clearly a shot situation. He just passes it. And, like, the, the Carolina defenseman, like, plays it perfectly. Like easily, it was too easy and just like completely shuts down. That was weird. And then the Hurricanes turn right back around and they go and score. And then I believe it was, I can't remember if it was Igor Zamula or if it was Cam York, but basically they, one of them took a bad penalty and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, here, here we go. Here's where things start to crumble, but they didn't. The Flyers stayed in it. And they ended up winning 3-1. And it was really cool to watch. It was cool. And it's, as I've said a few times, it's it's a win-win-win kind of season. You know, if they win, great. If they lose, great. It's all good. But it's it's nice to see them stringing together some good wins. And I I still can't explain it in the slightest. I mean, and at this point, it's not even just Travis Konechny leading the way in scoring. He's still leading the way. He's still the team leader with 14 points in 16 games, but the scoring is kind of more evenly distributed this at this point. So Travis Sanheim is actually tied for the team lead at this point with 14 points of his own, two goals and 12 assists. Cam Atkinson's right there, 12 points. Joel Farabee's got 12 points. Owen Tippett's got 11. Sean Couturier's got 11. Scott Lawton's got 10. And Bobby Brink has eight points. So which is it's funny considering he's been scratched for the last couple games. Right. Um, I know. And that's a bummer, but torts is going to torts. It's going to happen. He's got, he's got to teach those lessons to these young men. Well, you know what? Like it's not the worst thing in the world. Like if you're a young player, like I torts has said it a bunch of times, it's not the worst thing in the world for a player to get scratched and like kind of watch a couple games here and there like that. I get it's when it kind of draws, you know, over a long period of time where it's like, okay, you got to get this kid back in the lineup. You know what I mean? And <laughs> like when Frost was out for, because Frost was out for like a couple games, like, okay, fine. Right. But then it was it really weeks. Seemed to, how many? Yeah. It seemed to really drag on and you're wondering what the purpose of it all was. But now, you know, Frost is in there and he's, uh, he scored a few points now. Yeah, He's doing it like he's doing. Okay. Like the, in listen, the Frost thing, like I, was in support of him being scratched. I've, I'm not a huge Morgan Frost guy. Um, I, I liked what I saw from him the second half of last season, but I wasn't impressed with him to start this season. And it made sense to scratch him because like the young kids were just playing so well. Um, I'm happy that he's back in the lineup now and I'm happy he's performing well. And soon enough, Bobby Brink will be back in the lineup. One can, pres- you know, reasonably presume he'll be back in the lineup and hopefully he'll be, you know, back on back on track. He he's still like ranked highly among all NHL rookies in points. So it's oh, not yeah. like he's having a bad season. It's just 
I feel like Taurus is like, all right, I'm seeing something in your game that I let's just nip this in the bud now. You're gonna sit for a couple of games. I want you to watch these players do how they handle this aspect of the game, and then I want to see you put it into practice later on. Bobby Brink will be back, and he will be productive. And I, I like what I've seen out of the kid so far. And I can't believe how much we end up talking about Morgan Frost, who is. Would you even say he's like a top ten consequential player on this team? He's really not. Like, and he's dominating all of the Flyers' conversation, which is just. It's really funny, honestly. It's very funny. It's insane how much we talk about Morgan Frost. I, I don't understand it in the slightest. Like, we should be talking about Travis Konechny. We should be talking about... Uh, what I really want to talk about is the resurgence that Travis Sanheim has had this season. To see Sanheim putting up the numbers he's having and to embrace that top-pairing defensive life is like... This is what I needed to see this year. It's a, It's so funny. Like, I, it's... It's it's funny and like you got to be proud of Travis Santa after the nightmare season he had last season, him getting scratched in Calgary in front of all of his friends and family, Ugh. and clearly there was an issue between him and Torres. They did not see eye to eye at all, and then in the off season he was literally he was almost a blue, like very nearly he was about to become a member of the St. Louis Blues until Tory Krug said, "No, I don't want to be a Flyer." <laughs> Now you look at Travis Sanheim and holy shit, <laughs> he, he looks like a totally different player now. It's it's wild. Blues could have had a steal. They could have. Honestly, they really could have. Could have, should have, would have. Yeah, as Taylor Swift said, could have, should have. All right, hold, real quick on the top of Taylor Swift. This is a big talking point of the week. As we oh, all it's know. Chiefs Fly, week, baby. It's Super Bowl Chiefs, rematch Eagles, week. Eagles, Chiefs. Mama Kelsey is going to be there. Monday Night Football. Will, will Taylor Swift be there? Because I know she's got the Eras tour down in South Carolina. Or South Carolina. South America. And is she going to fly up? That If she does, that is some unbelievable stuff by Taylor Swift. Nobody's um, logged more minutes in their private jet than Taylor Swift, I believe. So I wouldn't be shocked. Absolutely not. <laughs> also, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Best Taylor Swift song. Okay. I'm leaving it at that right there. Uh, or is it shoulda, coulda, woulda, coulda, shoulda? I, I'm I, not I quite but, sure offhand, but... Uh, yeah, I'm sure you're a big Swifty. Um, you know, I enjoy some Swift here and there, but yeah, I'm not quite the uh, on the up and up with all the uh, the hits there. But yeah, good take to have. I'll, where, where the hell were we? How did we get well, on this? I don't know how we're talking about that, but I just can't wait for this week to be over because I never want to see another highlight from last year's Super Bowl again. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, agreed. I... It's going to be a brutal game Monday. <laughs> Absolutely I, brutal. I, I'm not expecting a win. <laughs> no, I'm not honest, either because Andy Reid always wins coming off the bye. Every time. Every time. It's obnoxious. And he's going to want to beat the Eagles. Of course. We've got to do a better job. Yeah. Okay. Time's yours. But, yeah, I was about to say time's yours. Time's yours. Um, time's yours. And going back Travis to Sanheim. Travis, Travis Sanheim. Sanheim. Travis Kelsey to Travis Sanheim. Yeah, Travis is... It's Listen, Travis Sanheim has been... Nothing short of outstanding for the Flyers to start the season. Uh, we're still 16 games in. Um, would you know? How's is is this gonna um, is this gonna continue throughout the year? We'll see. But so far, you can't help but be just blown away at how good Travis Sanheim is. He he legit looks like not just a number one defenseman. He looks like a 
top five defensemen in the NHL right now. It's crazy. He looks Ooh, incredible. Baby, that's a spicy take, and I'm here for it. But no, it's great. I mean, man. I'm not saying he is, but like he's right now, he's playing. Isn't he, he? He's up there as one of the top point producing defensemen in the league. So you love to see it. Yeah, absolutely love to see it. And it's a guy that we've known forever has the talent to be a very good defenseman in this league, but just hasn't seemed to be able to put it together. And hopefully what we're seeing now is him figuring it out, figuring out how to put it together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and what is it? I believe he's 26, 27 years old. Um, He has, listen, typically it takes defensemen a little while to kind of get their game totally figured out. He's 27 years old. Um, Typically it can take a little while for him, for, young defensemen to figure out their game. You see a lot of them figure like some of these incredible players, like, you know, Quinn Hughes, like the year he's having Kale McCarr. Um, you know, you see some of these younger guys come in and immediately they're great. Some guys don't do that. A lot of guys don't do that, but they slowly gradually develop into really good players. And that's kind of what we're seeing with Travis Sanheim right now. Now he just needs to keep it going. He just needs to, he needs to continue being this player and not change a single thing because he has just been so freaking good on the back end to start the year. Then let's think about Mark Streit, right? The guy with the broken dick. Mark Streit wasn't a good defenseman until he was like 40 years old. Yeah, it it was bizarre. It was very funny. Um, But I mean, you, you see these different development paths. It's it's different for everybody. Some guys it takes longer. Other, other guys it's immediate. Maybe for Travis Sanheim, it just took a little bit longer. We've seen him play well in the past, but the way he's playing right now, this is the best hockey he's played ever in his life. So, I mean, this is just, it's really fun to watch. And I, I don't see how anyone can be, uh, anything less than completely over the moon about his play. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so happy to see him playing well and to see him where he is on the score sheet right now. He needs to shave. I'll say that. He does need to shave. The Robin hood thing just doesn't, it doesn't work bad. No, it's never, never been a great one. Like TK has figured out how to work that like goatee, that weird, like not connected goatee. It's not for Travis Sanheim. No. And it's too blonde. It's like he blonde. has like a weird, it's like a blonde goatee, but he has brown hair. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. And I always feel bad for the the blonde men who have to grow facial hair. It's like real hit and miss. And sometimes you can end up like, a, like I think Wyatt Russell's got a pretty good blonde beard, right? But like, for the most part, it can be a little weird unless you get out to that full beard area. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Rasmus Ristolainen. I'm curious to see. When he comes back, if he still has that bad beard or Dude, goatee I, or whatever that is. I fucking and it, totally forgot about Risto. I, I he's can't coming. believe it. Is he? Risto he's is coming. coming? Gabo is coming? I mean, so I don't think he's coming back imminently. Like, I'm not expecting Ristolainen back, you know, tomorrow. Um, or, or, excuse me, not tomorrow. Uh, do they? Is it tomorrow? I can't remember. Um, Saturday, I believe, is when they play next, actually. Um, I'm not expecting him to be back over the weekend, but like, you know, he's been skating and it, it sounds like he could be nearing a return. So take your time. When he bud. comes, 
yeah, when he comes back, it's we were reaching a point where it's like who comes out of the lineup, and we got Travis Sanheim, Sean Walker, still good, still looking excellent. Sean I mean, Walker, he's been, man, what a pickup! He's been real good, really, really good. Um, listen, the Flyers could get a really good, nice little return from him in the tra- at the trade deadline if they so choose. Um, but you got Travis Sanheim, Sean Walker, Cam York. Uh, Nick Sealer, Louis Belpedio. Uh, who am I missing here? Um, Mark Stahl, baby. Mark Stahl. Um, I feel like there's someone else that I'm just forgetting Seeler? at the moment. Yeah, Nick Sealer. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. I don't know why. But regardless, someone's going to have to come out of the lineup. And uh, with, you know, Cam York being benched. And, you know, he's kind of had Zamula? this. Did you say Zamula? Zamula. I did not say to Z- Zamula. Go. Not Mike Mamula, Igor Zamula. Cam York and Igor Zamula have both been a little uneven to start the year. And like Zamula, we've seen Zamula play very well. Um, but he's just, he's kind of lacking that consistency that, that, you know, every NHL head coach wants. And it just makes you wonder, like, you know. When Risto comes back, when Stahl comes back, what's going to happen here? Because he's not waiver exempt. Like they try and put him in the in the minors, he he can be claimed. They can lose him for nothing. So they need to figure out if they just want to, um, you know, let him just work his way through the struggles. Which I I think that's a healthy way of 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 development. I think I'm in favor you know, of that. Yeah. Now, granted, it doesn't always work. Sometimes it ends in disaster. Like Sometimes we've seen that. people will, when it's sink or swim, they will sink to the bottom of the ocean. It's it has happened. Right. But I, I listen. I, I I think I've seen enough good from Zamula to trust that, like, yeah, if you keep him in the lineup, like he'll learn from his from his mistakes. Um, Cam York, we've seen the same thing from him. I mean, last year, we've talked about this many times. Like, he gets sent down to start the year when everyone considered him kind of a shoe-in to make the team out of camp. And he's there for what, like month, month or two? And then gets brought up from Lehigh Valley, and he stays with the Flyers for the rest of the year, and he played pretty well. So it's, it's yeah, it's an interesting situation the Flyers have with Stahl coming back probably soon and then Ristolainen coming back probably not much longer after stall so they got some big decisions to make and I just wonder you know who comes out of the lineup because I know they love Nick Sealer Louis Belpedio has actually been pretty good too so yeah Louis Belpedio has been shockingly good for a guy named Louis Belpedio which is just not a hockey name I'm sorry now let's not act like Louis Belpedio is like you know some sort of He's not a regular NHLer. Like he, he is very no, much a sir. career no, AHL sir. player. But like, you know, he, if he's got a hot hand, you would gotta imagine a coach would want to ride it. So right. Well, and this also beats just the outright incompetence that we've seen from Ristolainen in the past. I mean, he did show signs of improvement last season. But let's not forget, Risto has done some of the worst defensive plays that we've ever seen in Flyers history. <laughs> He's he's had some rough a lot well some he's had a lot of rough rough spots but you know I don't know I have no absolutely no expectations for Ristolainen when he comes back because he's been out for so long like he's been out for so long it's and like he yeah he did improve last season so 
watch him come back and he's just like he's a lot more consistent. He's much better than he was last year. I, and that's not to say he's going to be some sort of, you know, all world defenseman, but like watch him come back and, and he's, you know, a serviceable third pair guy. I, I wouldn't complain about that. A serviceable but, third pair guy that costs over 5 million a season. What a world. Oh, the, the contract is terrible. The contract will always be terrible, <laughs> but like, listen, at least, Fucking at least Chuck be useful. Fletcher, man, Chucky two trades. Chuck Fletcher, baby. Chuck Fletcher, baby. Let the gift that just continues giving. Listen, I... You know, oh, 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 Steve, I just thought of something real funny. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say real quick, if Risto came back and he actually hit guys, he actually laid some guys out, I would forgive a lot because that's a big freaking man. And I just want to see him throw some guys into the second deck at the Farg. That's all I want to see. I want to see him just crush people's souls. If he does that, I'll be happy. I'll forgive a lot of bad defense to see some souls crushed. Listen, you can say what you want about Rasmus, or uh, excuse me, about Nick Delorier. He lays people out. The man like, does what he's paid for. He hits everything that moves. He and hits it's kind of fun moves. to watch. He fights he, motherfuckers he punches all the everybody. Time. Yeah. The man does what he's paid for. Is he overpaid and should he have a no move clause? No. no but no. yes and he no. does do he does do his job. It's just he's getting paid too much to do the job that he's being paid to do. Absolutely. Um, so if Risto goes out and he just crushes guys, I'll be happier. It would be ideal if he does that. Um, just thought of something real fun. So, we know that the Edmonton Oilers right now are in a bit of a uh, spiral. <laughs> They're bad. Um, they fired their head coach, right? They fired their head coach, Jay Woodcroft, gone. Jay Woodcroft. And now, they, now I believe they've won two straight since the firing of oh, wow. Jay Woodcroft. But the GM of the Oilers has been just... It, it, it's been bad. It's been very, very bad. Ken Holland has been, uh, you Whoa. know, people you have been saying that he's on the he's on the hot seat. That Could Ken you Holland imagine has Steve? done a bad job? You, you're telling me that Ken Holland has done a bad job? No way. Could you imagine if Ken Holland moved? He's 68 years old. He's an old man. Could you imagine if his tenure with the Flyer or Flyers with the Oilers ends West this offseason or even sooner? And then who do the Edmonton Oilers choose to take over and guide the team to a Stanley Cup title? Chuck, Chuck, They choose Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Fletcher. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Imagine, just imagine Chuck Fletcher being responsible for the future of Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid oh, in Edmonton. You give me that blockbuster deal that sends Ristolainen and Carter Hart to Edmonton? For I don't even care what comes back at that point. Listen, Chuck Fletcher did some wild shit with the Wild. I mean, we the Ryan Suter, the um, Zach Parise, Zach Parise. I mean, listen, could we get another Ryan Suter Zach Parise thing where it, he's trading the good players away? And it's uh, I don't know. I think it'd be real fun. Like, could you give me like? I don't know, a quarter of Dreisaitl? Is that possible? Uh, I believe that's called body dismemberment. I don't think that would I'll be I'll take okay. his hands. They're uh, magic uh, yeah. hands. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think that's okay. <laughs> that's not how it works. No. What a shame. 
what a shame. What a shame. I've been watching too much Hell's Kitchen if I'm doing the Gordon Ramsay. What a shame. <laughs> it's not good. But yeah. Uh, That's bad. Yeah. I, I would very much like to see Chuck Fletcher take the reins in Edmonton because it would be very funny. It'd be I, funny. I, I feel like Connor McDavid would request a trade within like 30 seconds of that that hiring <laughs> it would be real funny like how has Connor mcdavid not requested a trade already i just we've because talked he about is a this. robot we've talked about this i can my number one hope be the flyers aren't winning a the flyers will not win a stanley cup for many years my number one hope for right now in the entire nhl is not for the flyers to win a cup soon it's for the edmonton or it's for Connor mcdavid to request a trade that's what i want I'm re- like I think I actually I think I actually picked the Oilers to go to the Stanley Cup final against the Leafs this year, which is funny <laughs> in retrospect. Um, I, I I'm so dumb. But listen, how fun would it be if Connor McDavid came out and said like Yeah, I'm done. Just put straight up pulled like we've said pulls pulls a Patrick Wah, tells the tells the Cana- or, uh, Canadian tells the Oilers to you know. Stick it where the sun, sun don't shine. Which is gets Edmonton, traded. I believe. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then it gets traded somewhere else. It would be so fun. I would love it. I want to see it. I, I support it. I'm into so, it. So, Connor, if you're listening. And we know he is. We know he is. Do, do what you got to do. Get, get Dude, secure the bag somewhere. Get the hell out of there. Like, start causing a fit. Start like do pull a James Harden and just come to come to a game like 50 pounds overweight. <laughs> Could you imagine Connor McDavid just showing up and he's just like fat? I he's got like he's got like Dunkin Donut, like glazed donut more. sugar all over his shirt. I would love nothing more than for Connor McDavid to grow an outrageous beard and come like 50 pounds overweight and like stripper glitter all over him. I would love to see Connor McDavid just hire like Phil Kessel as his personal like coach or something. Listen, if anybody knows just... how to live, it's Phil Kessel. Hot dogs, beers, nachos, chili cheese fries. All the man's that. won multiple cups. He knows what's up. Oh, he does. It's incredible. Like Phil Kessel is one of the most incredible athletes. Not because he's like, I mean, he is an incredible athlete. The things he was capable of doing on the ice, but like physiologically, I, he doesn't make sense. Like he looks like a professional fisherman and he's just <laughs> running around out there flying one of the fastest players on the ice and he scores goals. Like it's no one's like it's, it doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Like I photoshopped the man's head onto Hodor from game of Thrones. And I couldn't tell the difference between the two photos. Like they're the it, same. It, they are the It's the same photo. And he is somehow a multiple Stanley cup, champion he's the iron man in the nhl like what a guy it's a three-time stanley cup champ yes two with two with pittsburgh one with vegas yeah and he did nothing with the vegas one but still it's funny he just brought the vibes the vibes are important steve sometimes you just need somebody to bring the vibes like if you look at like the eagles for instance when they won their super bowl back in 2018 go birds you know like like eric blunt he brought the vibes. He actually was very effective, but he mainly brought the vibes. I think I would bring some great vibes to an NHL locker room. I think I should be on an NHL team. 
just for the vibes. Listen, there's lots of guys who have gotten by just on bringing vibes. I feel like Ryan Reeves, besides, you know, being a fearsome fighter, has also mainly gotten his jobs because of vibes. Chris Stewart was mainly just brought in by Chuck Fletcher for vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at some of these. I mean, Pat Maroon, big vibes guy. Big vibes guy. The big rig has big vibes. Yeah. Um, who else is a big vibes guy? I'm sure we're leaving out some, but yeah, a lot of vibes guys out there. Yeah, I mean, Cam Atkinson, if anybody's interested in getting uh, some good vibes, Cam Atkinson's got some great vibes, okay? I'm talking to you, every team that needs scoring at the trade deadline. Steve, I don't know what they're going to do at the trade deadline. You think of buyers? Like, buyers? They're not, I don't think they'll be buyers. Buyers, like, baby. Claude Giroux, bring I, I don't think the I don't think the Flyers are that, are that short-sighted. Buyers. Like I th- but like listen. I don't know. I like they have to they have to sell. They have to sell. But if they're in position for the playoffs, what are they gonna do? Like what do you do? I, I don't know what they're gonna I don't think they're gonna be like, you know, spending big to get, to land some big time free a- or uh, you know, impending free agent to, you know, guide them on a cup run because first of all, they're not going on a cup run. But, like, I think they understand the assignment here. Like, they're still in a rebuild. Danny Briere has said it, like, millions of times. Like, throughout the year, he's just like, this is a rebuild. This is a rebuild. Like, he's he's very clearly in rebuild mode. And so, if the Flyers are in playoff position, like, would they just start getting rid of assets in the very beginning? One point out a second. It's time. No. No. By the way, second is the Washington Capitals, who also stink. Yeah, like the Capitals are. Capitals went on a know. run though after that rough start. Yeah, last uh, last week I think we were talking about how they were like one of the worst like goals per game teams. Like they were the second worst in the NHL behind the Sharks, and now they're just kind of on a little mini mini roll, which is funny. But. Seven two and one in their last ten. Yeah, and it's funny because I don't think Ovechkin has really been scoring that much, so it's it's kind of everyone else. I think ooh Connor McMichael. Connor McMichael's been That's hot. A fake player. So, I that, I know it is. The Caps are great at having fake players on the team. Like Connor McMichael, like the, the Connor AI McMichael, isn't even trying. They've had Connor McMichael, Garnett Hathaway, Yogis, Jonas Siegenthaler. Um, oh God, uh, they had a guy named Taylor Chorney. Okay, um, that one's fake. Jonas Siegenthaler, Chand- Chandler, Chandler, name. Chandler Stevenson. Chandler Stevenson's fake as shit. Yeah, a lot of a lot of NHL creative players. <laughs> Not even trying. No, no. Holy so. shit! The Rangers are nine zero and one in their last ten. They are on a roll, Steve. It's sickening. Do you think they hold out, though, and they, they win the division? Because, I mean, Carolina and New Jersey are still going to be tough competition for that top spot. I, I, so, I can't remember who I picked to win the division. I think I said New Jersey. I was leaning New Jersey. I forget if I, I went I, with Carolina or New Jersey, but I was kind of leaning New Jersey. I think New Jersey is going to be fine. They're a little beat up right now, so they're not exactly playing great. But Frauds, like, bury them. Jack Hughes will be back soon. Um, Nico Heischer, I don't, I'm not sure when he's expected to come back, but like, I think the Devils would be fine. I, I think, yeah, I, I think, it, and also like the Rangers are on a hot run. Like, good for them. 
it's going to end. All good things come to an end. So at some point, they're going to fall back to Earth and the devils are going to start rising back up again. I hope they both just fail horribly. I mean, same. That would be great and funny for me. It'd be very funny. Yeah, but... Columbus, however, not not on a heater. Columbus is one... Seven and two in their last 10, which is uh, just about what you'd expect. I, for one, am shocked. They got Ivan Prorov in the offseason. They're supposed to be good. I have heard he has not been great for them. I am shocked about that too, Steve. Like, well, my jaw's leg- on the ground right now. I am legit shocked that Gaudreau's been so bad this season. He got benched. Like, the Blue Jackets are a mess. A complete and total mess which like we all knew was gonna happen wow it's almost like firing your coach like two days before the season because he was doing some fucked up shit will work out badly for your team yeah weird right like really weird it's almost like they shouldn't have hired the dude in the first place yeah it's almost like they shouldn't have oh my god i still can't believe that uh let me open up your phone let me see your photos it's it's so funny that like i can't believe that that happens still what an hr disaster I know it's so bad, <laughs> but Columbus, man, they are, they continue to, to captivate with their idiocy and incompetence. Listen, if you're going to tank tank, right, they're tanking, right. They're tanking. Right. And it's funny because it's accidental. It's completely accidental. They didn't know that they were going to have to hire their bad, horrible person that they hired as a head coach. They didn't know they were, they had to fire him. Months after hiring him. <laughs> How could they have known that Who Mike could Babcock possibly could do such them. a thing? Who could have told them? There's simply no way to have found out that in advance. I don't know how you would know. Dude, I can't believe how good Boston's been. Boston, I really <laughs> thought was going to take a dip without Bergeron. And uh, who was the other guy who retired? Was that Krejci? Krejci. Yeah. And... They haven't missed a beat. They're 12-1-2. and two. I don't understand them. Like, Dude, I, Montgomery. Th- I think I even said, I think I even said on the, uh, um, we did like a season preview thing. I think I even said the Bruins are going to fall hard this year. I'm so dumb. Like, they look incredible still. And it's just like, listen, you still got Marchand. You still got McAvoy. Um, you got Pasta. You still got... You got Pasta, you got Jake DeBrus. Like, you still have these really, really good players. But it's just like, losing that captain is is crazy. But I guess I guess Marshawn learned from the best. And so, I don't know, man. The Bruins are crazy. And then they have two of the better goalies in the entire NHL. Like, yeah. Linus Allmark is incredible. Jeremy Swayman is also incredible. Like, Isn't that amazing? They just have, like, two phenomenal goalies where most teams struggle to get one. The Bruins just always have excellent goalies, like constantly. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. I mean, Chara, Tim Thomas, like they really have had great goalies for a long time. Did you say Chara? I did say Chara. Tuka Rask? Tuka Rask is what I meant. (laughs) I was about to say. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know why I said Chara. He couldn't, he couldn't do the stretching to get in there. He did do the New York Marathon recently, though. Incredible. What, what an athlete. I'm proud of him. I mean, I can't imagine just being that tall and running like that. Though. It just seems... I see a lot. Of, I feel like like the tall, lanky guys are like the best runners. That's true because they, well, their strides are longer. Exactly. Longer stride. Yeah. And like, if you're lanky, it's like less 
wear and tear on your joints, I guess. I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, but my uh, Chara, Rask, you know, somebody plays goal there. <laughs> Rest in peace to my bold prediction of the Senators winning the division. Yeah, that, that, was, is that was not, not happening. Call. Dude, Pasta, no. I haven't even looked at, like, I just knew that the Bruins were doing well. I hadn't looked that closely. Pasternak, 24 points in 15 games, 11 goals, 13 assists. He's on un- unreal. Unreal player. He's out of control. Like, someone needs to put him in a straitjacket because he's just, he's a madman. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> he's a madman, Steve. He's a complete, he's just a maniac. Maniac. Man. Well, you know what? I know you're not feeling it. We got almost like 50 minutes out of this. I think we can call it. I think I, I feel good calling this. And then next week we'll do a big old show before Thanksgiving. How's that sound, pal? That, that sounds great. I love this idea. I'm glad we're doing it. Uh, yeah. We're, listen, it, we're both sick. We're both dying. We have like a week to live. Like we we need to take tonight. We uh, kind of easy. We need so, to save tonight. Yeah. And fight the break yeah, of dawn. Save tonight. Brucey's probably eaten like 10 more things he shouldn't have in the time we've been doing this. So we got to go. I got to go pump his stomach or something. Yeah, he'll he's going to need it. Probably, oh, he heard his so. name and he, he nosed open the door. Oh, that was that sound. That just was his that little sound. his little head poking his through little head poking through just like oh, Jack Nicholson funny. in The Shining. That's great. Here's Brucey. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. How about that? All right, folks, we're going to head out of here. But if you have any feedback for us, the best place, I guess, is on social media. Who knows anymore? Uh, If you want to find us on Twitter, I guess you can go find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. I'm at SDBomb at Flyperbole. You can find me on Blue Sky under both those names. I really have to get back. I unplugged over the last week and it was glorious, but I have to get back into it. You can also find me uh, on Instagram and TikTok at Flyperbole. Uh, I was very lax with the updates on that last week, getting back on the horse this week. So hooray. Oh, wow. Quigs, where can people find you on the socials? You can find me on the socials at Ryan Quigs with a Z that's on the Twitter. That's on the Instagram. That's on the blue sky, but it also has the at blue sky, whatever the hell the rest is. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Follow me on there or don't, I don't give a fuck. So yeah. <laughs> feeling good and hopefully so are you yeah yeah, well, yeah. i feel i've been feeling all right hey man that's what it is right? Uh, right it is what it is it is what it is you can find him at ryan quiggs you find me at flip herbally and estee bomb hooray 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 all right folks thank you so much for listening we love you all and until next time in the words of the great gene Hart, good night and good hockey go birds casey sucks go birds and one last time thanks to the good people over at bet online for sponsoring the show be sure to use promo code believe b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit